Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's me, Anissa Keys, with Becoming the Bank. If you are tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast. I like that, becoming podcast. How to become a generational wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free. I recently heard that there are only two types of money problems, not enough money or having too much money. I've had both of those problems and I know which one I'd rather have too much money, right? Seriously, like wealth building is a challenge. You can't expect to get there overnight, but I've found that the only way to do it successfully is by learning these biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become, right? The word has helped me to change how I look at it how I deal with, how I manage my finances, all by becoming. And I have become a bank, to financial resource to my family, to my sphere of influence, and to my community. In the word of God, language regarding farming and agricultural analogies and references are used regularly. So we're entering a season series of sowing and reaping. I love that. So I love sowing and reaping. I think that there is so much value in this for financial freedom and generational wealth building. Listen, I don't think anything ends up in the word of God on accident. And I think all of it is supposed to be used, right? To be able to grow us, to be able to make us better people. We think about God creating the word of God and he is uh, 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 the, the creator and the manufacturer of us. Right. And so he uses the word of God to be able to tell us how to get the best use out of us, how to how to get us to create the world and life that we really want. When we're talking about sowing and reaping specifically in the word of God, the basic premise is that sow means to plant a seed, plant seeds, plant one seed, plant 10 seeds. Sowing means to plant seeds. Planting a seed with regards to finances is simply put investing time investing resources, and investing energy into something. Some of that is sweat equity. Some of that is capital. Some of that could be social capital, knowledge capital, right? Time, resource, and energy is what you're going to hear me say a lot because it is the most valuable commodity that we all own. It is also the best way to get to financial freedom. To reap is to gather a crop or to get back the results of what you put in. So we like to call it our harvest, right? 
The reaping is really the time that you get to collect everything that you've been pouring in into either something or someone or some idea or some business, right? So sowing and reaping is not just planting a seed, waiting, and then collecting a harvest, right? So we've been in this series going over, going into, digging into sowing and reaping, which is a lot to unpack. This week, we'll specifically be talking about the four different types of soil as it relates to finances. Last week, I talked about fertile soil. So that's definitely one of the soils, and that's the best type. I shared the importance of ensuring that you take out time to prepare your soil before you start planting. So you don't just go out and just start throwing seeds out places, right? Remember, throwing out seeds is like throwing out our time, throwing out our energy, throwing out our resources, right? So I talked about that it is important to make sure that the soil is ready for the seed. Make sure that it's fertile. Now, remembering planting, especially with regards to financing, is wherever you invest time, resources, and energy. I'm going to keep saying that. Wherever you invest time, resources and energy you're planting. Those are your greatest commodity, commodities and they have the most value when it comes to building financial wealth. So when you talk about preparing the soil, it's to ensure that these commodities don't go to waste, right? But can I tell you that many, many folks, including me, sow and have sown into soil that is not good. And there is not a harvest that comes after that. <laughs> Right. Because if the soul, if you're sowing into soil that is not good, you shouldn't expect anything back from it. And so then your commodities are wasted. They end up becoming completely wasted. In Matthew 13, verses 1 through 23, Mark 4, verses 1 through 20, and Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 15, right? Three out of the four gospels talks about the parable of these four different types of soil. So I would say mentioned in four different books of the Bible, right, by four different separate authors during the time that Jesus was on this earth. This is a, a very, very important parable, right? They talk about four different types of soil, one of them being the good soil. We talked about that last week. If you didn't hear about that, please go back and listen. But there's three other. There's the path or no soil. There's also, right, there's also the uh, soil that, that is actually falls on rocky ground, um, which means that doesn't, it's not able to gain root. And then the last type of soil um, is a soil that actually falls among thorns and it gets squeezed out. So starting with the one that's on the path that has no soil, these seeds don't even make it to the soil. They end up on a concrete path. This is where folks that sow their commodities in places with no high chance of getting anything back. Like there's a very little chance of getting anything back. As a matter of fact, it's almost like a guarantee that you won't, right? Because if it doesn't have soil, it's probably not going to sprout. You know, sometimes things can fall in between the cracks. You know, Lord is the Lord is so good that something might sprout up, right? But for the most part, if you sow on a path, you're not going to get anything back. I like to call these people super careless with their finances. <laughs> these people typically don't have value for their time, their energy resources, right? So they waste it. They go to their grave with what God has given them, be it money, skills, talents, blessings, whatever. Literally, you see people live this out every day. They say if you go to a graveyard, you can see not just a bunch of um, 
dead bodies, but a bunch of dead dreams, a bunch of, a bunch of dead skill sets, right? Things that God has given you, but now it did not get used, mainly because you were sowing in spaces that did not have the capacity to build a harvest, to create a harvest, right? And what does it look like financially? I say blowing money, wearing your wealth. That means putting your clothes on, right? And your clothes are, are, are worth a lot of money, but they're not really an asset and they're not really appreciating. I would say it's probably gambling with your resources, taking chances with your resources and your time and your energy. This type of sewing is haphazard and it does not lead to financial freedom. The second type of soil is rocky ground. There's a little bit of soil in there, right? There's more rocks than there is soil. So these people typically, right, throw their seeds and the soil, the seed will like take root for a second. So just for a quick second. And then, you know, because it doesn't have a deep enough way to be able to go into the soil, it doesn't last long. So wind blows, comes by, it's gone, right? Or it just withers out and dies, right? Because it doesn't, it can't get into the soil to actually gain root. So I like to think of these people as right of like half half doing something. I was almost going to cuss, Lord God, forgive me, <laughs> right? So the other people are like haphazard. These like half do things, right? So they don't necessarily analyze where their resources are going, right? They don't check to see what's really going on with their finances. As a matter of fact, I tell people sometimes like, hey, why don't you just pull out a last bank statement, see where your money's going? You know, some people don't even want to do that. Like they don't want to see, they don't even want to know, right? And some of it is just naive, right? Sometimes we might like trust our financial advisor and be like, oh, they'll take care of it. Trust our insurance person, oh, they'll take care of it. Trust our realtor, oh, they'll make sure the property's good, right? Like, but what happens is, is that their financial endeavors really are not sustainable because they didn't investigate. They didn't, they didn't get involved or dig in deep enough to actually create some sustainability. Typically there's a small harvest but it's typically not worth what they put in. Listen, a small harvest will come from rocky soil, but not worth what you put in. The last type of soil is the one filled with thorns. It's in this soil that it does not take root. It does not land on hard ground. It lands in the thorns. Typically, it will be able to grow a little bit, but again, the thorns will squeeze it out. I like to see this type of person as someone that gets sort of like washed away by their finances. They, 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 they don't have the ability to thrive because typically where they're placing their finances, where they're placing their energy and their time is in places that are not good. They do things like spend their wills and energy on the same processes. They do things like uh, create sort of uh, bigger deals or bigger hassles for themselves around getting something done by not planning, by not preparing, right? I found myself actually doing this, right? So when I had a plan and a goal to be able to get a commercial property to expand my business in, I was planting seeds in all of these places. Like some of it was landing on good soil, but there's a lot of stuff that I was doing that somebody could look back and be like, hmm, that doesn't make any sense, right? So I was doing things like, hmm, um, I'd save up some money because I needed quite a bit of money to put down. But because I didn't have an emergency savings, right? Like I'd go back into the money that I was saving for the building to put stuff away, right? Like that's the kind of, that, that would probably be kind of like sewing on like a thorny ground, right? It's getting squeezed out. The things that I'm building in is actually getting squeezed out. Right. Or sometimes I found myself, um, you know, putting energy and processes up that would be better served 
by me just getting a professional to do them, right? Like, because I don't want to pay for that. You know, that's that's expensive. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I'm gonna do my own taxes. So then I would spend, I don't know, five or six days doing my taxes, probably mess up five or six things instead of just going to a professional, right? Right. My energy, right? My time, my resources is my commodity. I should be sowing that in a space that's actually going to produce a harvest. But sometimes we spend time actually sowing it in a place that produces nothing. So you can't just become someone that preps the soil. You also have to become someone that is aware of the best places to plant or the best places to sow. Remember, investing your time, energy, and your resources is your greatest commodity. So how do you become aware? I got three points. I always got three points. Really quick. Number one, you have to understand. You have to become someone who understands that the seed needs to produce a harvest. In order for you to be successful, you need to be thoughtful about where you're placing your seed. If you listened to last week, I told you, talked about sort of, you know, the importance of that soil, of prepping it, all the things that the seed needs, right, in order for it to actually grow and produce a harvest. So you have to think, right, in order for you to become successful, a successful business owner, a successful investor, a successful real estate broker, whatever you want to be, right, you have to understand what it takes to, to create that, right? You need to put in energy, time, and focus. That is an important part of you getting a harvest. You also need to become someone who's calculated and strategic. Now, listen, I talk about this with a lot of different people, right? People have money and they're like, hey, tell me where to invest. What do you think I should do? And I'm like, dude, you need a plan. <laughs> like you, you can't, even if I told you what to do, what's your plan? What do you want, right? You need to be calculated. You need to be strategic. You need to be thoughtful. You need to be intentional about where you're placing those important commodities, right? Your energy, your time, right? And your resources. Resources is just one part. Money is just one part, right? It's also where you spend your time. It's also where you spend your energy. So you need to become someone who's more calculated, who's more strategic. And then the last one, number three, is you need to become realistic. This one was hard for me because I thought that at some point I would become so calculated and so strategic, so planful that I would never waste my seed. And the truth is, is in this parable, right, the farmer is throwing seeds and some do end up in places that they're not supposed to be. They do, right? You still will end up making mistakes. You still end up with dual things that will waste your time, your energy, your resources. So be realistic. The objective is to be more aware, right, so that you can be more intentional about where the seeds land. That's it. Just more awareness. Become someone who's more aware. So I sow a lot, right? And so I know that that my seeds are going to flow other places. I know that if you sow a lot, your seeds are going to go other places. But right, I hope this time you will take out time to kind of say, hey, I want to be more strategic, right? I want to understand better where my time and energy needs to go in order for me to produce a harvest. And I want to be realistic. All right. So listen, I know that this time has gone really fast, but it's important to be thinking about how do I become more aware of where I sow my seeds? Maybe you're questioning yourself thinking, where's my harvest, Lord? Like where I've been sowing, where's my harvest? I would say, maybe you should start thinking about where you are sowing. Maybe you should start thinking about where you have been planting seeds. All right.
So we're on this sowing and reaping series. And today we've learned that there are four places you can sow. We talked about how to become more aware of where you are sowing, becoming someone that understands how a harvest is produced, becoming calculated and strategic about where you plant and become more realistic about your seed scattering. All right. I will see you all next week. I pray that something you heard today blessed you. I hope that you take on some of these principles and practices to become a sower and a reaper and to build generational wealth. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. OutSchool provides live online classes for kids. They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are going to love it. My son's about to graduate high school and he wants to go to college, but I don't have the money to pay for tuition at one of those big time universities. And I don't want him to be strapped with student loan debt trying to get a degree. So he's going here to Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. The school is designed for families like mine who have a higher financial need. Believe it or not, you won't pay more than $3,000 a year on average for tuition. And get this, Laptops, textbooks, meals, and even Metro passes are free. Sound too good to be true? Well, it ain't. That's not even the best part. Doherty Family College at St. Thomas offers a two-year undergraduate program with small class sizes, so your child will have the personal support they need to be successful. At Doherty Family College, they'll treat your child like family. Do what I did and check them out at dfc.stt h-o-m-a-s dot e-d-u set up a tour today you'll be glad you did i love meal time with my family especially when my mom lets us help with cooking we always have a good time mixing eggs and cutting the crust off bread for sandwiches but i had no idea that eggshells and breadcrumbs could be recycled do you know that 20% of trash is food waste? That's crazy! But there is something we can do to get that number down. Ramsey County has a program that lets us recycle food. That's right. I gather up banana pills, orange pills, and meat scraps that I can find. Then once a week, I drop them off at Ramsey County's food scrap collection site. 
where it gets turned into compost for gardening, landscaping, and more. It doesn't cost my mom a dime, and I feel like I'm doing my part to save the planet. Recycling is for everyone, and it's easy to do. Just log on to RamseyRecycles.com to find out more. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hy slash mealtime.